users, you know, the Twitter is going to look mostly the same with, with the exception of perhaps allowing Donald Trump back onto the platform. That is something that Musk has suggested he would be OK with doing. Yes, he is going to bring him back on. I don't think he won't. He said he's going to do it. He tends to do the things he says sometimes. But in this case, he will. Um, and and he'll do that. And I think it's going to remain the same, but it shouldn't remain the same. You've got to make this service better than it is. It's been a terrible business. It's been a pretty terrible product, even though a lot of media people are addicted to it and politicians. But they, it really needs a major redo. Um, and maybe he'll be the one to do it. I don't know. Okay, welcome. It's Wednesday, 5 October in the year of our Lord, 2022. Uh, breaking news all over. OPEC, and including our allies in the Abraham Accord, guys, uh, oops, 2 million a barrel a day cut coming out of Vienna, I think, in OPEC. We're going to have more on that. We're going to get uh, Dave Walsh up. Today's show is going to be jammed. we got so much going on. we got some great candidates. We have a bunch of breaking news on election integrity we got a lot of economic news. i got to start with Darren Beatty. Darren, um, Twitter, uh, Elon Musk, do you have your pom-poms back up? Are you, are you, are you and the rest of Conservative Inc., you're skipping around this morning because uh, your boy is going to finally own, what do you call it, the, the, the global public square? Darren Beatty. Indeed. I must say, unabashedly, the pom-poms are back out uh, Elon, as I've said from the beginning, he is one of the handful of live players on this planet. Does he act buffoonish sometimes? Yes. Does he disappoint us sometimes? Yes. But he's one of the very few people who could actually potentially make a real difference in the global public square. And that's why I celebrate him when he's moving in the right direction. And I absolutely belittle and shame him when it looks like he's going in the wrong direction. It looked for a while like he dipped his toes in the arena and he got this tremendous backlash of the sort that we predicted on Revolver News that we've been talking about on the show. And then he said, this is too much for me. Hails between the legs, heads down. I'm going to go back satisfied in my regular position as glorified IT support for this corrupt and evil regime. And you know what? Something happened. A switch turned. Maybe he revisited the Revolver article. We were talking about this. It came out in court that Elon Musk was reading Revolver stuff. It's in his text messages, which is uh, a, a nice little little tidbit there. So maybe he revisited the Revolver article. Maybe he just got pissed off at the bot armies unleashed likely by NATO or some kind of NATO-aligned organization. He did a poll that was very controversial, but in fact, in substance, it was nothing. It was simply saying, should we prolong the war or not? Uh, what are the conditions of that? How do we settle the Ukraine-Russia issue peacefully and as soon as possible? And so many people lashed out at him, including Zelensky. The poll was looking like it would go in the direction of, obviously, we want to resolve things and have a peaceful solution. Then the poll was clearly manipulated. Musk himself called it the biggest bot attack he's ever seen. So maybe he just personally got irritated and saw the extent of the bot problem and said, you know what, screw it. I'm not going to haggle for a lower price. I'm not going to try to get out at the deal. I'm going to offer the higher original price, and we're just going to get this done. And up until this moment, it looks like that's where we're at. It looks like the deal may actually go through finally. Okay, a lot about the deal I'll talk about uh, in in a second. But let's just go back. Did you have a chance to read? Uh, I don't want to say the emperor has no clothes, okay? So I won't say that. But <laughs> did you read the text messages 
that were uh, dropped as part of the case in the public, and they had a lot more of that to put up on the trial. Did you get a chance to read those text messages? Because in those text messages, I did not see, I saw a lot, I saw even more obsequiousness than I normally get from Darren Beatty when he's got his pom-poms up on his, on his <laughs> fanboying on Elon Musk. And no, it actually makes you, it actually makes you look like Pericles or, you know, Aristotle compared, compared to, or a Zen master compared to the tech, the biggest guys in tech. It was, uh, it not just was absurd, but it also showed no plan. I mean, Twitter, right. first of this price is absurd. Not just the stock market has collapsed. Uh, it is Tesla. I, I can't imagine why he's not being sued by Tesla shareholders. I think they've lost $500 billion since he started this fiasco. He, we now realize he's leveraged to the hilt. Margin calls on that all the time. He's got to sell that stock. How he's going to finance this, nobody knows because the banks are clearly going to try to, uh, try to welch out of this, right? But, but just the plan going forward because there's got to be a change in economics. Do you think it'll be a pay service? I mean, right now it's totally free and accessible to everybody. That's one of its powers. That's the power of Getter also. Uh, and, and But do you think that goes forward like that or have to be something totally different from what this public square is to, is today, sir? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what kind of, you know, economic models um, Musk might, uh, might envisage. Um, you know, I'm going to, just hold his feet to the fire as far as his previous public statements is that for him, the acquisition of Twitter is not a primarily a financial matter. It's not an investment in terms of dollars and revenue. What it is is reflective of an understanding that the global public square should have a free speech environment and that it should not be manipulated by U.S. and NATO-aligned intelligence services. And to the extent that Elon is able to implement that vision, even a little bit, even if it's not completely revolutionizing, people who use Twitter understand just in the past few days, things are very different. Um, and so there was this little period when it looked like he would get Twitter that uh, people's engagement started going through the roof. The follower count went up. It looked like the commissars who were putting their thumbs really on the scale had to take the thumbs off a little bit because they were worried their hands would be caught in the cookie jar when Elon and his people came in. So um, I'm hoping that we're going to move more in that direction. I don't think it would be the end of the world if there were some sort of subscription service for certain types of users of Twitter. I think there are probably a lot of very interesting ways to monetize it, but that's kind of getting ahead of ourselves. I think the real question is, First of all, is Elon serious about actually going through with it because he's teased us with this before and, you know, it's not done until it's done. Is he going to go through with it? Question one. Question two, is he actually going to attempt to implement free speech? And question three, which in many ways is the key question is, will he be able to survive the backlash of one of the most powerful, evil, and corrupt regimes ever to exist on the history of the planet? A regime that is so filthy and so based on lies that it could not survive for six months in a censorship-free environment. So the stakes of whether Twitter has free speech or not, or big tech generally, or the internet has free speech or not, is literally existential from the standpoint of our corrupt, ugly, and illegitimate regime. By the way, what Darren is also, you know, we have the convergence. We're going to have a couple of... Uh 
hammers on in a second that are running for Congress right now. By the way, breaking news out of CBS, Blake Masters within margin of error uh, in the Senate race in um, in uh, Arizona. Blake will join us momentarily at the bottom of the hour. Also, Ralph Reed is going to be at the top of the 11 o'clock hour in a full-throated defense of Herschel Walker in Georgia. The numbers are just amazing. We're converging on a massive win in the House of Representatives. You, you, if you take the control of the House and the Senate at it with an Elon Musk taking over Twitter and first off taking the whistleblower of Twitter and, and getting rid of all the intelligence uh, apparatchiks that infest Twitter, including the management team, as, as not said by Steve Bannon and Darren Beatty or Revolver News of the War Room, but said by the whistleblower in front of Congress, right, in sworn right. testimony that, that it's got CCP intelligence officers, assets, it's got intelligence. In fact, they got so many intelligence Apparatchiks. They said, "Hey, we can't. Why go after one when the place is infested with this was management? We why go after one guy when the place is infested with them? Uh, those two things would be a, a almost a death blow uh, to the or, or the beginning, I should say, the commencement of a death blow to the apparatus." Darren Beatty. Absolutely, and you know, people are kind of being polite and gentle when they invoke foreign intelligence services like the CP, CCP or the Iranians or so forth, and I'm sure they have some presence on there, but overwhelmingly so, Twitter exists as an influence operation playground for Western-aligned intelligence. And it's not for Western intelligence to do operations against foreign countries, it's for them to do operations against us to make sure that narratives that are inconvenient yeah. to them don't achieve dominance and sufficient distribution. Yeah. That's what it's all about, and that's why they're going to throw everything they can at Elon if indeed he's actually serious about it this yeah. time. And you can tell that Elon went off the reservation on the Ukraine situation, and they immediately uh, slapped him down. Bit. I mean, it was yeah, pretty he incredible. Just his he just across the line. Just, he, he wasn't even in the Donetsk. <laughs> He, he he just put it up for a vote. Hey, can yeah. we have an internet poll? Um, <laughs> Darren, how do you get to Revolver? You're on top of this. This is one of the biggest stories out there. Can he close it? What does he do with it? Does Trump come back? Do they clean out the rat's nest that is uh, that is Twitter? How many of the Twinkies uh, leave today, even on the announcement of this? It's it's high drama, high stakes, and actually the 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 apparatus of the the public square. Thank God we have Getter. Thank God we have Truth Social right now for some stability. Uh, where, where do people get you on Revolver and what's your social media We're handles? On Revolver News, and uh, you can join Elon to be one of Revolver's faithful readers. That was a nice little tidbit that came out, and I guess they're not writing hit pieces on it because they don't want to acknowledge the, the clout there for some reason. So maybe it's good they haven't written about it, but did come out, Elon's reading Revolver, um, everybody should be reading it on this issue. We're going to be following it very closely. And I'd like to announce we have a new January 6th piece coming this week. I was hoping it would be out today, but probably it'll be out tonight, tomorrow morning at the latest. Um, and we're going to get these uh, January 6th pieces out in an accelerated fashion. There's a lot of really important stuff, unfinished business with respect okay. to the Fed surrection hopes perpetrated on us by the scumbags in the FBI and other agencies. By the way, not just as Elon uh, read Revolver, the people around him read Revolver. Uh, Darren, thank you very much for joining us. 
Thank you, sir. Okay, we have two warriors. The whole focus of the nation and the world is going to be on the not just the midterm elections, but specific, not up and down also, the school boards, everything, but the House of Representatives. We have two mighty warriors going to join us. One is a seat that must be taken. The other is coming out of nowhere on a real fighter that is closing quickly on a uh, on one of these apparatchik Democrats. Let's go to Jim Bognett in Pennsylvania 8. This is the race that everybody, I think, is watching as the bellwether. Uh, Jim, get us up to speed on where you stand right now, brother. Well, we're doing well. We're ahead in our internal polls by less than a point. It's going to be a dogfight, Steve. We got Nancy Pelosi pouring $4 million in negative ads, lying about me on my head. But the people are with us. I was out knocking doors in Luzerne County this week. There is such a tremendous appetite for change, Steve. Uh, reasonable Democrats, independents, even they know what Joe Biden and Matt Cartwright have done to this country is horrific. We need a change. There's tremendous enthusiasm for change. And on November 8th, we're going to save America. Look, as we said in 2020, Northeast Pennsylvania is the key that picks a lock to that campaign. This this has it, the practical value of this being working class America is obviously so important of which way this breaks. But the symbolic value that a phony uh, Delaware corporate Wilmington post office box for big corporation and an easy federal court, Joe Biden, actually claims this as his own. The symbolic value, in fact, when they roll him out anywhere, he rolls back essentially to your district. How big a deal is it to uh, to actually win this in what is the the symbol of Joe Biden's supposedly connection to working class people? Well, when I call around the country and make my case for why this is the biggest race in the nation, it always comes back to that. This is Joe Biden's hometown. When we win, when we beat Joe Biden's lapdog, Matt Cartwright, in his hometown, that will be a major headline and a major, I, I think it's the starting gun for the 2024 presidential election that Joe Biden's liberal, progressive, leftist agenda has been rejected by the voters that he claims as are from his hometown. Steve, we know he left in the 1950s. Uh, he left this area 20 years before I was born, and I'm a 47-year-old man. He doesn't have any connection to this area. Joe don't know Scranton. Joe don't know Wilkes-Barre. He doesn't know what it's like to go to work every day. He doesn't know what it's like to drive a pickup truck into a gas station, pay for his $4 gallon gasoline, and then have to drive an hour to your job and waste $50 a day on gasoline because he's for the Green New Deal. So Joe Biden doesn't understand northeastern Pennsylvania. My opponent, Matt Cartwright, doesn't understand northeastern Pennsylvania. But they will be made to understand when we beat them on November 8th. Jim, hang on for one second. I just want to hold you through the break. One more question. We also have Susan Kiley, New Jersey 6, as the battlefield expands in the run-up to the midterm elections on 8 November. Back in a moment. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold, physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. 
to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, I'll be in New Mexico uh, at a big rally on Friday, uh, speaking before Mike Lindell, the Armor Piercing Show. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com. Promo code WARM. We got the sheets, $39.99. Giza, never seen this price before. Jump on it. Also, when you go to our square, you got all the buy one, get one freeze, all the different sales, all the different elements, whether it's slippers, moccasins, bathrobes, pillows, all of it. You can't get it in a big box. Why? Because Mike Lindell has your back. And the folks at Walmart and these other big box places don't appreciate that. So they pulled him. The only place you can get these deals, the only place you really can get these products is by going to MyPillow.com, promo code WARM. Check it out today. A lot more on this New Mexico rally later. Uh, Jim Bognet uh, from uh, Pennsylvania. Hey, by the way, I want to announce we're going to have him on hopefully tomorrow. The great Ernie Priate, one of my guys, uh, a, 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 a former Marine. Uh, combat Marine from Vietnam and just a great leader is going to put on the prayer breakfast. I think October 15th. I talked there a couple of years ago. It's fantastic. This uh, pro-life, right-to-life prayer breakfast in Bognet's uh, district. Jim, uh, here's a question. All the economic devastation has come specifically through the created crises of Biden's economic policies. I notice your opponent never associates himself. The guy comes up there and he goes to the rally. I should say a rally that nine people showed up to. But uh, Bognet runs away from Pelosi and runs away from uh, Biden on his TV ads. Do the, are the folks in Scranton, are they, are they hip to the fact that this guy supports him all the time with his votes, but then runs away from him when it comes time for elections? Northeast Pennsylvania voters aren't going to be fooled this time. We're going to make sure they know all the facts. Matt Cartwright votes with Joe Biden 100% of the time on illegal immigration. He votes with Joe Biden. On taxes, inflation, he's always with Biden, 100%. But then his TV ad, Steve, he never mentions that he's a Democrat. He never mentions Joe Biden. Um, but we, we, we got him caught. He went on stage two weeks ago at a rally uh, with John Fetterman, gave him a hug, said he supports John Fetterman, who is a radical lunatic leftist. Uh, he's with Biden all the time. Biden came up here, as you said, a month ago and said, the real reason I'm in Northeast Pennsylvania is for Matt Cartwright. So Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi are pulling for Cartwright. They they fund his campaigns, basically. You can go to BeatScrantonJoe.com. You can see all the video of him voting for Pelosi for speaker five times. If Matt Cartwright wins, he will vote for Nancy Pelosi, and she will be speaker again. But he's not going to win. We are going to beat him. We are taking it to him. We are letting the voters know what a radical he is. He can't hide from his record, Steve. We're going to make sure of that. Well, he's, he's hiding from his record in that, uh, not his ads, but he won't debate you. Is there, it, it, I know you wanted five. In fact, Jim would be up there every day on, on, on because the guy would lose by 20 points. Fitz, uh, Cartwright would lose by 20 points. Is there a debate scheduled yet? 
Steve, we uh, challenged him the five debates. There's five counties in my district. I thought it was only fair that each county got to have us come, their candidates, and actually see them debate, kind of the old Lincoln-Douglas style where you go in front of people, voters, and answer yep. their question. That's yep. what representative democracy yep. is supposed to be. Instead, he agreed to one debate on PBS, on public yep. television, because he doesn't want anyone to see it. It'll be on October 20th. We're going to kick him in the butt. Okay, uh, Jim, real quickly, how do people get to you, find out more about the campaign, and if they want to support? Go to www.beatscrantonjoe.com, beatscrantonjoe.com, or bognetforcongress.com. This is a bellwether. It's in every every write-up on every Politico, The Hill, you name it. It's a bellwether. This is a title fight. Jim, thank you very much. We couldn't have a better guy in the ring. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Steve. You know something consistent? By the way, breaking news. Oz is closing on Fetterman in Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Blake Masters is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. CBS News has three points. Folks, Kelly has spent $25 million in ads. Here's the problem. People are sophisticated enough now. They know enough. That these ads don't have an impact. What's consistent is that none of these guys want to get on stage. None of these men and women want to get on stage and actually have to defend their record against an opponent a MAGA Republican opponent. You see it, whether it's Washington 3 with Joe Kent, whether you see it Pennsylvania. They're gutless Fetterman. They want one Hochul in, in, in New York. It's all consistent. If they're so great and they love their policies, get up on a stage in front of voters and defend your policies. Have enough respect for people. CNN's got a, a, got a, a story out. We're going to have Raynard Jackson on today about black voters are not turning out. This is CNN, Harry Enton, the pollster over there. They're not turning out for this. Steve Cortez is going to join us. He's down at the Hispanic Leadership Conference. He opened it today. Trump will close it. Hispanics coming. African-Americans coming. Asian-Americans. You know why? They're tired of people looking them in the eye and lying to them. Let's go to New Jersey 6. This is important because, as Alex DeGrasse tells you, the map is expanding. And the reason it's expanding, we have warriors like Susan Colley who are not going to back off. Tell us about your race and about your opponent, ma'am. Uh, the race is uh, is very important. It covers Monmouth County and Middlesex, which is traditionally Middlesex is traditionally Democratic, um, and Monmouth is Republican. I'm running against Frank Pallone, and what I'm hearing in Middlesex from large communities that they are tired of promises. They are tired of hearing things are going to get done that don't get done. That's the biggest thing. They're worried about crime. They're worried about how they're going to feed their families. They're worried about how they're going to drive their cars. And these are issues that hit them right in the pocketbook. So they're very, very important to them. Susan, let me ask you, how in a state like New Jersey that is, you know, so developed, uh, you know, it's in the Northeast Corridor, how in the, and how in the year 2022... Can we have you go into a district and your constituents or future constituents are telling you, we don't know how we're going to feed our families. Crime is out of control. It feels like the country's in decline. How did, how did that, from their perspective, what is their view of how that happened, ma'am? You know, a lot of people are just pointing to the, the government that's in place now. And the fact that they've made very bad decisions, I've heard people say, you know, we're send, sending money to everyone but the American people. Um, you know, so they're angry about that. When people get angry, they react. So now we've got more crime. 
we've got it's it's a terrible situation and everyone is looking for change and i'm conservative you know i'm i'm smart i think before i act i don't do knee jerk reactions the way i've seen come out of washington lately and i think that's why i have their confidence is 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 Pallone once again one of these Democrats? Is, is he at least have the uh, the courage to embrace the policies he's fought for for thirty years that have gotten us into this situation? Is he at least man enough, or is he like all these other candidates throughout the country? They're running away from Pelosi. They're running away from Biden. They're going to support him. All they do is support him. But because the voters are so angry, what is your opponent doing? Uh, my opponent is talking about small things that he's been able to accomplish. He's not addressing the border. He is not addressing crime. He is not addressing several things that his constituents are most concerned about. Every vote that he votes for is with Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. He's never diverted from that. Whether his constituents like what he has to say or don't like what he has to say, that's where he's voting. So they're angry. They're frustrated. I can't emphasize to the war room posse in this audience enough, which is the most powerful audience in all media, the importance of this race. This race is a bellwether on the other end of the spectrum. Uh, a competitive race in New Jersey 6 with a great candidate like uh, Susan Kiley means that this map is expanded. And they're going to, we told you, it's an inflection point of about 10 days. We had, uh, we had Eli Crane on from Arizona. This is a nationwide referendum on Biden. But once New Jersey 6 looks like it could fall this is this is to run the tables susan people want to really find out we appreciate you coming on for the first time we're going to have you back on a lot but how do people find out about you personally how do they find out about your campaign and if they're interested in supporting you where they go they go to www.suekiley.com and you'll find in my bio there and lots of information about me you'll find how to donate um, and lots of more more information on what I believe in. Susan, so, tell me, tell, so tell me about is the debate schedule. Is there a debate <laughs> schedule set up yet with uh, Pallone? Because he's been around for thirty years. Is there a debate schedule? You know, wouldn't that be wonderful? It doesn't exist. He has not agreed to any of the debates we've asked him about. The only thing he agreed to okay. was a session where I could speak and then he could speak, but there was no debate. No, no, no. These gutless cowards will not stand on a stage. They do not have enough respect for the voters in New Jersey 6, like in Pennsylvania 8. You go throughout the nation. If they're so arrogant in MSNBC and Morning Joe and you're so arrogant, where are your candidates that stand on a stage? You know why he won't get on a stage? Because he can't defend himself against Sue Kiley. They can't defend himself against Eli Crane or against Joe Kent or against Flores. They can't defend themselves on any of these candidates in the country. They're running away. They don't have respect for their own voters. They want to do it by having Soros and, the, and, these, and these radicals put in hundreds of millions of dollars on, TV, on lying TV ads. That's how they think they're going to do it. It's not going to work. Ma'am, thank you very much uh, for coming on. Fight on. and We look forward to having you back. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's the theory of the case right now. Hey, Morning Joe and, uh, and the MSNBC, you know, uh, Joanne Reed and Chris Hayes, where are your candidates? Why won't they stand on a stage and defend their records? They won't do it because it's not, they can't defend it. It's indefensible. 
This is why we're going to win, and this is why we're going to pick up 40, 50 seats. Hey, 100 seats, 100 years. There's nothing in front of us that we can't win. We win New Jersey six, we can win 100 seats. That guy's been there for 30 years. We're going to dig it out. We're going to turf. He's going to get turfed out, as they say in England. Okay, short commercial break. We're packed. We're going to start with Blake Masters at the bottom. We got Fincham. They're putting $7 million against Fincham. Don't want to debate him, but they'll put $7 million in TV ads. All next in the war room. Homeowners beware. You could already be the victim of home title theft and not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name onto the title to your home. Think about that for a second may already have forged his name onto the title of your home and you not know it. Well, here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer to my listeners. Now go to HomeTitleLock.com. Then simply enter your address for your free, no-obligation home title scan. This is how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title. Look, the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it. And once he forges your title, he can take out loans in your home to forge your name, stating that he's the new owner. First things first, let's make sure your home's title is securely in your name. You can do that now by going to HomeTitleLock.com and use my promo code RADIO, R-A-D-I-O, RADIO. Then enter your address for free, no obligation, home title scan. That's a $100 value, totally free. Again, that's HomeTitleLock.com, code radio. HomeTitleLock.com, code radio. Do this today, take action. Okay, breaking news out of Arizona, and we have Blake Masters by phone running for the Senate. CBS has put up a flash news poll. Uh, Blake Masters has closed within three points of uh, Mark Kelly. Blake, thank you for joining us by phone. Is, I said the number is 24 million. I think that's directly from his campaign. It's been 70 million overall on the packs and everything else that they've, they've dropped on you, sir. That's right. All told, the Democrats have spent 70 million so far trying to win Mark Kelly this race in Arizona. They're, they've been attacking me. Uh, they've been trying to prop him up. And I think they're surprised, Steve, that it's not working. You know, I think they thought they could just buy this, but nope. Mark Kelly's record is so bad. Joe Biden is failing so bad. I don't think there's any amount of money this election for Mark Kelly. I'm closing in on him. This poll says three points. There's other polls that say it's even smaller of a gap. So I think we're going to catch him and pass him here in a few days and uh, onward to victory in November. Oh, you got, you've caught him. There's no doubt about it. You've caught him. They had a big spread at early when they put the ads on. The ads are nonstop everywhere in Arizona. Here's the fact he can't run away. Metro Phoenix has the worst inflation in the country. And in a country that is a dumpster fire of inflation, Metro Phoenix has the worst inflation in the country. And when you really calculate it, the inflation there is almost 20%. When is he, talk to us about debates. When is Mark Kelly, because all the ads, you would think that Mark Kelly's a moderate or maybe even a center-right uh, Republican, because he never mentions Democrats. He's got a phony ad up on the border. The guy is a liar from, from, from stem to stern, as we say in the Navy. When is he going to stand on the stage and actually debate you, Blake Masters? Literally tomorrow. 
October 6th, 6 p.m. Arizona time on PBS. I'm going to put him on the ropes, Steve. You know, his, his record is indefensible. So I look forward to watching him struggle to defend it. And you're right. His whole shtick is, oh, I'm independent. I'm nonpartisan. I mean, he's pretending to be like John McCain. But it's like, sorry, dude, in the U.S. Senate, now you've got a track record. And your track record is voting to the left of Bernie Sanders. I mean, Mark Kelly is just a rubber stamp for Joe Biden and Chuck Schumer. And so he's going to try to lie tomorrow. He's going to try to pretend that he's some moderate. And I'm not going to let him get away with it. By, by the way, the Metro Phoenix uh, inflation, Larry Summers, a Democrat secretary of Treasury under Clinton and, and, and SEC, uh, you know, NEC head, has said the American Recovery Act, which Mark Kelly not just voted for, promoted, was the railhead of the massive inflation we have right now. His record is absolutely pathetic. Do they have PBS because they want it to be really controlled by left-wing moderators, or is there any chance you're going to get him to do a Lincoln-Douglas where he actually has the guts to go around the state and have Blake Masters take him on every other day? Would he have the guts to do that? He talks about being a Navy pilot and being an astronaut. Nope. This is the one chance I get to debate him because he's rejected uh, even a a debate with CNN. I think we were going to have Tapper moderate this debate with CNN, and Mark Kelly said no to a one-on-one debate. Unfortunately, my debate tomorrow has this libertarian candidate in it. I'm like the most libertarian Republican you're going to find, right? But the Dems are propping up a spoiler candidate. That's not going to work, but I'm still going to put Mark Kelly on the ropes tomorrow. His record's indefensible, and uh, I think it's going to be a spectacle. I invite everybody listening now to tune in tomorrow. Uh, Blake, how do people get there? Give us your site people can go to. Thanks, Steve. Very simple. Just go to blakemasters.com. Blake, thank you very much for taking time to call in. Uh, okay. The um, Fetterman, Pennsylvania is going to be a hold. Uh, Oz is closing on Fetterman, and we need all MAGA to come together, right? I understand people have issues maybe with Dr. Oz. It's not important right now. We need to hold the Pennsylvania seat, and we've got to make sure the demonic, and he's a demon, Fetterman, uh, can't get to uh, can't be in the United States Senate. MAGA has to come together in the Commonwealth to uh, to de- de- defeat Fetterman. To, remember, it's defeat Fetterman. Also, you see closing in Arizona right now. It's all breaking in the next ten days. Even with the early voting, you'll see the, the you'll see the country break one way or the other. The Democrats are either going to hold this or they're going to get washed out. And I think you're going to have a pickup not just in Nevada, not just in Georgia, but I think you're going to have a pickup. Uh, in Arizona and New Hampshire, four pickups, and we're going to hold everything. We're we'll going to hold Wisconsin, hold Ohio, hold North Carolina, hold Pennsylvania. Let's go to Matt Brandon now from Look Ahead America. Matt also runs a bunch of these campaigns, a real fighter. Matt, tell me about what you have done. We're going to be followed by Fincham. And by the way, Fincham, Soros is there putting, I think it's seven million, $70 million first off against Blake Masters. That's seven zero, seventy. In Arizona to destroy Blake Masters, personal attacks, all of them. I mean, just nonstop. Kelly never really saying what he 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 supports. Some some bogus thing on the on the wall, which is a joke. Mark Kelly is an open borders supports the invasion of this country, one hundred percent. And I dare him to stand up, come on the show, uh, Mark, and defend uh, your record on uh, on on a border because it's abysmal. Uh, you got seven million dollars. Sources in panic mode. They put fourteen million dollars into a couple of races. Uh, the secretaries of state, which is unheard of, 
These races used to get $100,000 to be a big deal. $7 million they're designating in the closing weeks against Fincham because they understand Fincham's a mortal threat to the... Remember, if Democrats can't steal, they can't win. And they know this. They know the game's about to come up and they're going to do everything to try to steal it. Brainerd, you did some hard pick and shovel work on, uh, as, as uh, Dr. Navarro says, it's the canvas, not the count. Tell us what you guys have done to look ahead and how it's going to impact the election before us in uh, in less than five weeks. So what we've done at Look Ahead America is audit the voter lists of nine key states, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Nevada, Virginia, and Wisconsin. And we have identified active voters who, according to the government's own data, have permanently moved out of the state. These voters' records are an opportunity for fraud, either because they cast the ballots themselves and they're not entitled to do that because they're no longer residents of the state, or somebody else casts the ballot in their name. And we saw that have a huge impact in the 2020 election. The problem in 2020 was that we tried to fix the problem after the votes have been cast and counted. We're trying to do it now preemptively ahead of the election. So I can share with you some preliminary numbers. In Arizona, we've identified over 55,000 of these voters. In Georgia, 125,000. In Pennsylvania, 142,000. And we're doing with these this data is three things. Number one, we're giving it to the Secretary of State saying, hey, clean up your list. Eh, there, many of them are not probably not going to do that. But we're counting on our activists to go to their county board of elections with this data saying these people are not entitled to vote here or you need to investigate them further. And if somebody tries to cast a ballot in the name of one of these voters, we're counting on activists across the country to challenge these ballots and we're giving them training on how to do that. Okay. Okay, hang on for a second. So for MSNBC and Media Matters, for our uh, head of marketing, Madeline Peltz. And Madeline, I've got to get you up to speed on basic economics and finance, but we'll do that. Uh, we'll do a sidebar on that. Uh, this is uh, you, this is your worst nightmare. They say, oh, my God, the counties are being flooded by these activists. Yes, they're being flooded by these activists. I want you to just hit rewind for a second and talk specifically the 55,000 in Arizona, the 125 in, in, in Georgia. What specifically are they, and how do we sort this problem out right now? These are individuals who are registered to vote in Arizona, but recently have filed permanent change of addresses out of the state of Arizona, and the vast majority of them are no longer entitled to cast votes in that state. But what we saw in 2020 is that states like Georgia, more than enough people to surpass the margin of victory for the president and Senate races cast ballots who were not entitled to because they are not residents of the state. Now, we don't know for a fact whether those individuals cast those ballots themselves from California, which they can do with an absentee ballot, or those were cast by somebody else who knew that they were never going to show up at the polling place and took advantage of that and cast an absentee ballot in their place. What's important is that they, the states apply rigor and remove these names or at least do a check and then remove these names from the voter list, from these individuals who are no longer entitled to cast ballots in these states. The problem with this is that it creates a vector for voter fraud, and even worse, the suspicion for voter fraud when you have a bunch of people voting no. who have permanently moved out of the state. This is how they do it, okay? This is how they do it. Now, walk me through, when you say activists, do we need more reposity to go somewhere and sign up? When you say activists... How do you now get people to go into the county register like this afternoon and say, hey, we want these people taken off the list and cause a big stink if they don't? Sure. Well, if you go to lookaheadamerica.org slash challenge, there's a link to sign up to obtain your county level data. 
along with an instruction set on what to do in each of these nine states. Now, if you're interested in helping us expand the number of states we're doing, it costs us around $10,000 to each, add each state. But fortunately, we were able to raise the money to do nine. But if you're an activist and you're in one of these nine states, Arizona, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, Nevada, Virginia, or Wisconsin, and you want to start taking action, go to lookaheadamerica.org slash challenge no. and sign up and yeah. we'll get you the data and the instructions. Let me buy, let, let me bifurcate this right now. The, the new states are nice to have. These are essential. We got enough here just to work with. I need everybody in the posse. If you're not fully engaged, right, this is not going to cost you any money. Go to this site right now. Get all the information. We're going to spend a lot more on this. We need everybody all over the registrars to make sure that these people cannot vote and these votes don't count. This is what I'm saying about non Remember, the left is all votes count. No, sorry, they do not count. Not all votes. Only certifiable, legal votes from American citizens that are registered to vote in that district or in that in that state. This is central. It's key. Brainerd, you've done an amazing job. One more time, how do people get there? Lookaheadamerica.org slash challenge is where you'll find everything you need to get involved. Nine states, nine key states with tons of important districts in it. Matt, we'll look forward to having you back on. Thank you. Thanks, Steve. Fincham, this is why they're putting $7 million in cash in a Secretary of State's race. I don't know if we can put the story up. I think it was Politico that had it. Fincham, tell me first before we talk about that, uh, what did Brainerd find and what are you going to do about it, sir? Okay, this is a general quarters moment. It's all hands on deck. We've got 15 states that Matt has told me that the 55,000 voting registration people that need to be removed or challenged. Um, we're going to have to have at least one individual in all 15 of the counties to uh, go to the Board of Supervisors and demand that those names be removed. Yeah, hold on, hold on. Slow down. Slow down. You said you said 15 states, not 15 states. Let's be very I'm specific. Sorry. I just want to talk Arizona. One, yeah, slow down. Slow down. Slow down. One state, 15 counties, 55,000. 55,000. How do you take care of this right now, uh, Fincham? What do you need? What do you need the War Room Posse to do? We need to have all of the War Room Posse folks that are in Arizona identified by county. You need to follow Matt's direction. Go to their website, the LAA, LAA website. Get signed up. We need to have at least one person in each one of the 15 Arizona counties to go to the Board of Supervisors with a list from that county of the voters that need to be removed from the rolls and the proof. It's a simple thing to do. We've just got to have manpower. Okay, so first off, um, we'll figure out how to do this. Uh, maybe we it, can. People actually contact you. Can they come to your website and uh, they have to go to Matt's? Understand to get the details and uh, all that. But could they come to your site uh, to to help get organized in a statewide effort? That's a great question, Steve. Yes, if they want to write support at votefincham.com. Um, we will do our best to get them in touch with Matt. Um, but we do want to know how many people in each county so that we can begin to build that list and support you. Yeah. I, I tell you what, just hang on for one second. Uh, Fincham will join us on the other side. Enjoy.
Joe Biden's America, criminals are exalted and the police are condemned. Sad to say, but you need to be prepared and properly trained to defend yourself and to defend your family. Thankfully, there's iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and with inflation causing the price of ammo to skyrocket, you save a ton of money. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. iTarget will help you develop muscle memory, sharpen target reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger function, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Go to iTargetPro.com right now and save 10% plus. Get free shipping with the offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, all one word. This makes a great gift for Father's Day and is less expensive than a few hours at the range. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com, offer code Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech. Protecting free speech and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, make sure you go to Getter. It's a platform that unites us. All, let's go back to Fincham. Fincham, first off, where should people, if they're interested in, in, in getting their arms around this, and we must move with alacrity, uh, should they come to your site first? And then, and then obviously, for the details and the content, they have to go to Brainerd's site, which we're going to put up. So can they come to your site first and contact you? Yes, they can do that, Steve. If they um, go to my website, votefincham.com, they can click on contact. They can give their name, their phone number, email address, but more importantly, in the block that says why you're writing, just write volunteer. That'll help us because we're getting hundreds of emails. People are outraged about the dark money that they're pouring into this thing to support Adrian Fontes' willful deceit of the voters. So if they just go to that site, the other option is they can go to support at votepension.com, just write in volunteer, and we will see to it that we get those people connected with Matt and his team. Okay, this is going to be organized over the next 24 hours. This is big. Let's talk about, there's a huge article up about how uh, Soros and these dark money guys understand that you're an existential threat to the Democrats. Why? Remember, let me say it again, if they can't steal, they can't win, and they know that. That's where, And they're in full panic mode because the secretaries of state, the election boards, the canvassing boards, Brainerd's work, you guys volunteering, going to these elections, they're in complete panic mode because they understand the game's, the game's up. Fincham, tell me, give me a minute on uh, on on Fontes taking seven million dollars in a Secretary of State race. This is insanity, sir. Well, he took five thousand directly from George Soros. I mean, that's out on the that's out in the wind. So where we're at right now, they are trying to prop up Adrian Fontes, who has a long history of failing to tell the truth. He even he says it was a mistake in court, but frankly, he misled the court when. They were talking about instructions that had been printed. He said, oh, they haven't been printed. Well, then he found out later they knew that they had been. So the guy can't tell the truth. He's trying to say that the Secretary of State, as Mark Pincham, 
will do away with mail-in ballots. Well, okay, stop a second, Adrian. If you don't know our Constitution any better than that, you're disqualified for being Secretary of State. It's the legislature that makes law, not the Secretary of State. So what they're doing is they're pouring a ton of money in to try and prop this guy up who just couldn't, he wouldn't know the truth that smacked him in the face. Sounds like a Soros guy. How do, once again, how do people get to you, Fincham? Because you're busy. Look, they put $70 million, $70 million into Arizona, right? And to, to defeat Blake Masters. They're trying to eviscerate Kerry Lake. Soros is just putting $7 million now in a secretary of state race to take down Fincham. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? They understand Arizona is the railhead of it all. And it can expose how they lie and cheat and steal, and the game's over. No more stealing elections. No more radical Democrats. Game over. Game, set, match. How do they get to your site, Fincham? Well, the dark money wants to keep everything dark, and we're going to put some light on it. They can go to votefincham.com. That's V-O-T-E-F-I-N-C-H-E-M.com. And they're outspending us at last count four to one. So we need to have donations, no matter how big, how small. We just need to have some assistance. But moreover, we've got to get our hands wrapped around these 55,000 voters that we need to scrub from the rolls. Okay, brother. Thank you very much. Let's play. Morning Joe is finally uh, awakened to what the Committee on the Present Danger has known for a long time, the potential invasion of Taiwan. Let's go ahead and play the cold open, uh, Cameron, and the great team in, uh, in Denver. Xi Jinping is a different kind of Chinese leader. This is a man who has accumulated an enormous amount of power. He has very few political guardrails at this point, and he's someone who sees it as his destiny to take control of Taiwan. What's also different is that in Joe Biden, you have a U.S. president who is saying explicitly for the first time that he is prepared to send the U.S. military to defend Taiwan, even if that means war with China. In his first 10 years in power, Xi Jinping has presided over a vast buildup of China's military might. Now, on the cusp of a third term, Xi has pledged to fulfill what he calls the historic mission of China's Communist Party, taking control of Taiwan by force if necessary. Taiwan's foreign minister tells NBC News it's a threat they cannot ignore. Uh, The threat is there. The threat is real. Even though we don't know when uh, China is going to launch a military attack against Taiwan, but we have to be very realistically prepared for it. Xi Jinping looks set to get an unprecedented third term as China's leader. Do you believe that will embolden him to move against Taiwan? That is one factor that we need to look at it very seriously. President Biden breaking with decades of precedent by saying he'd order the U.S. military to fight against a Chinese invasion. Yes, if in fact there was an unprecedented attack. Honoring that pledge could mean all-out war between the U.S. and China. Like Ukraine, the U.S. has supplied Taiwan with billions of dollars in advanced weaponry. But unlike Ukraine, Taiwan is an island, and it may be impossible to resupply if war breaks out. We are in the process of engaging in very serious discussions with our good good friend, the United States, to see how we can uh, accumulate enough stockpile for us to fight a war if the war has to happen. 
So you need materials in place before the shooting starts. We need the material in place and we need high-tech weaponry. But the U.S. also has a more self-interested reason for protecting Taiwan. The island produces more than 90% of the world's advanced semiconductors, the microchips that power everything from iPhones to airplanes to smart fridges. Disrupting that supply chain could cause trillions of dollars in economic damage, meaning chaos for consumers in the U.S., and in China. It would be disastrous for China, too. So China would face large-scale unemployment. It would have the same shortages of consumer and industrial goods that we would face. The question... Okay, we're glad the mainstream media has finally caught up now with what Frank Gaffney and the team of the Committee on President Danger, Danger has been talking about for years, Committee on President Danger, uh, China. Uh, Frank, uh, I tell you what, Frank, you hold. I'm going to bring you into the next uh, break because I want you to walk through the danger here, uh, particularly uh, the danger of uh, my beloved Seventh Fleet, may not be up to the task because of the wokeness of the United States Navy. Frank Gaffney from the Committee on the Present Danger China, Ralph Reed on the defense of Herschel Walker, Naomi Wolf with blockbuster news coming out about, guess what? You got it, the vax. All next in the war room. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. 
That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.